0: Are you burned out, overwhelmed, not managing stress well? Have you lost that fire for a profession that you loved? Are you a physician that trained over a decade for a career you now resent? I'm Dr. V, and I'm a burnout survivor. I call myself the Harriet Tubman of healthcare because I'm free and I'm coming back to get you so you can be free too. Let's move from fed up to fixing it. Although I'm a doctor, this does not make me your doctor. The information on the podcast, including opinions and recommendations, is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to be a substitute for the advice of an appropriately qualified and licensed physician or other health care provider. Hello, hello, hello. It's Dr. V. I'm your host of Office Visits with Dr. V. And I am so, so happy that you have tuned in, that you are listening. If you have been listening to me for the last, what, year and a half, going on two years, I've been talking about, started talking about OBGYN, topics that are relevant to women and their female health. Then I've kind of morphed into what we call lifestyle medicine, you know, making sure we're eating, and eating right and sleeping well and not abusing substances. And I have now even gone down further, gone down the rabbit hole even further into specifically addressing burnout. I'll define that in just a moment. I am a physician, I'm an OBGYN, and I have conquered burnout. So that is my new focus for the podcast And what I I say is a new focus, but it really does encompass the lifestyle medicine pillars. I'll just review those quickly. Diet, exercise, sleep, connections, mental health, connection slash mental health, stress management, and avoiding risky substances. And so if you really kind of put those in the forefront, then you can prevent burnout. You can prevent burnout. now. Lifestyle medicine is created to help patients manage, treat, and prevent disease through their lifestyle. And, you know, now burnout is a stress syndrome is is one thing or one way I've heard it described. So I say I'm pivoting and I have a new focus, but it really is just kind of all melding together. And hopefully this will be something that you will find helpful. I am focusing specifically on physicians, but again, I know this is just not only for physicians and you can definitely learn something and glean something from what I'm going to share with you today. So burnout, I feel like, has been like a buzzword. It is a, I don't know, we we'll use it loosely. Just say I'm burned out. Like one day I'm burned out and the next day I'm not. But it really is more than that. And They've actually now defined it. Even the World Health Organization has defined it. So they previously referred to it as like a stress syndrome. And now, and I'm just going to read this, it is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. A syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Now, a few things with this definition. I don't necessarily think is isolated to workplace stress. And I do like the fact of a syndrome cuz syndrome means that there are multiple markers of it that show up. And I just want to review with you some of the symptoms, some of the symptoms. So, according to the World Health Organization, it is a symptom is a feeling of energy depletion or exhaustion. You have increased mental distance from your jobs, or you're having negative feelings about your career. And finally, you have reduced productivity. That's where it comes into play, because reduced productivity affects what? The bottom line. It affects the bottom line. Yeah, you know, and specifically for physicians, there are certain things that you have to do to be productive. And in our world, productive means being able to bill for hours and, you know, and it's not all about money. But unfortunately, that's what I feel gets the attention of administrators or people who are can do something to help. It's like one of the symptoms that they say something's wrong is when the productivity drops. But again, in my last episode, there's a feeling inside of an individual that is present well before the road to burnout starts. So that was the World Health Organization, WHO. I like a definition that I found on psychology today, and I think this is more inclusive. Burnout is a state of emotional, mental, and often physical exhaustion brought on by Prolonged or repeated stress, commonly brought on by work, but in other areas of life. For example, parenting, caretaking, or romantic relationships. So, that definition, again from Psychology Today, is a state of emotional, mental, and often physical exhaustion brought on by prolonged or repeated stress. Huh, burnout's got a definition now. This is real. And I think all of us at some point have experienced burnout, felt burnout, have dealt with it. I know you know somebody that's burned out. So I just really want to give a name and to give you a context to maybe what you're feeling and what you're seeing. So some of the symptoms of burnout that, you know, we just alluded to is exhaustion. Exhaustion. I just can't go anymore. Lack of motivation, feeling overwhelmed, detached, trapped, feeling helpless. Some of the physical symptoms that show up, you're having headaches, you're fatigued. Little side note, that is a very huge common complaint that people go to the doctor for is fatigue. And there probably are some roots, the stress that people are, well, not probably, there are roots um, in that problem that have to do with stress. All right, so physical symptoms, headaches, fatigues, GI symptoms, and substance abuse. Ooh, 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 Dr. V, what you talking about? This is the one that I would often focus in on because, you know, we always have to ask about You know, substance use, like, are you drinking? How much are you drinking? You smoke? You're doing illicit drugs, like, you know, marijuana, cocaine, things like that. And most people drink alcohol, and sometimes people are using alcohol inappropriately. So all of these symptoms of burnout, they're addressing with alcohol. So at the end of a a busy day, I'm just, oh, I just need to relax. I'm going to have a drink. That drink has a purpose. That drink has an assignment. And that is what we call self-medicating. But, okay, let me just stick to the script. We're talking just about symptoms. So, are you burning? That's a little GYN humor, but anyway. Are you burned out? Are you on fire? What's going on? Is there a smolder? So, what exactly, you know, does it look like when someone is burned out? don't y'all be offended. I mean, everybody has done this and not everybody who does this is burned out. But if you are sitting on the couch after work and you are not moving and you are binging Netflix, that might be a clue that you are burned out or you're exhausted. You know, when we sit in front of the TV, we don't have to do anything. You know, we physically don't have to do anything. We can just veg out, as you say. And so If you really can't get moving, can't go exercise, can't cook dinner, you know, that means that probably your day exhausted you. Okay, I said you can't cook dinner. If you are always, always, you know, going through the drive-through, I know y'all, that doesn't always mean you're burned out. But if you know how to cook, enjoy cooking, and you find yourself at somebody's drive-through window every day after work, and you're never eating a healthy meal, that also might be a sign that you are burned out. That is how lack of motivation, you know, can rear its head. You're not motivated to take care of yourself. You're not motivated to exercise. Now, granted, I know we don't like to, but it's not even something on your radar screen that you're going to even try to accomplish. A lack of motivation. You start pulling away from your friends. So people want to go out, let's go hang out, you know, let's go do whatever. And you just do not want to do it. You just are like, man, I'm so tired. I'm going to have to pass. Or if you have kids and they want you to play with them, you know what? I just can't. Let me go put on a movie for you and let's watch a movie together. Knowing good and well, you're probably going to fall asleep when you're watching the movie. You're close in proximity maybe to your child, but you're not engaging in anything physical that requires, you know, a lot of energy from you. Detachment. This is one, and when we talk about workplace stress, this is kind of where I knew I was in trouble because I love to help people. I love, I love, I love. But, you know, if I'm being honest, sometimes people would have problems and I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm their doctor. I'm supposed to help them with the problem that they have. But it's like, man, oh, gosh, again, anybody who knows me, my mother, I'll just say, I get it from her. She's probably one of the sweetest, kindest, caring people. And that's how I am. I really want to help. And, you know, I want you to be well. And I even found myself getting frustrated. Let me just tell you, sometimes one of my gifts is that I connect easily with people. I make people feel comfortable. And I ask questions in a way that make people think or share things that, you know, maybe they haven't shared before. There were times, and I hate to admit this, but I'm telling the truth. There were times where, you know, I'm running behind. I've got all these patients. And in true Dr. V fashion, I would ask one of those questions and somebody would start crying. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, I hate that they're crying, but I really don't have time for them to cry. (laughs) Like I don't have time for them to cry. So going back to the World Health Organization, you start having negative feelings about your career and just kind of like, man, that's my sweet spot. You know, making someone feel comfortable and, and help allowing them to feel safe and to feel vulnerable. That's my jam, right? That's what I do. And so when I started saying, "Dag, I don't even have time for you to do this. OK, maybe we can just wrap this up, you know. And honestly, you know, I'll say that was a thought, but I didn't act on it. I would really pull myself back in the moment and do what I needed to do. But I hate that I had the thought. I hate that I had the thought. And that was a sign that I was burned out. Provider burnout has become an issue with the pandemic. And when I say provider, I'm speaking of those who provide medical care to patients. So that could be physicians, nurse practitioners, anybody who has to kind of, you're not on a clock, you're not punching a clock, you're not doing any shift work. Provider burnout really became evident with COVID because of the concentrated time and resources that were needed to help people out. Get well, and I mean, actually, to save their lives. You know, the hours were long, the days were intense, death was real, it was hard. And if we kind of pull back, you know, gosh, several years prior to that, and as long as we've known it, that's really what the job has been always. And so, really allowing ourselves to be protected while providing this amazing service, is not something that we focused on. It is absolutely my honor and my joy to help people heal in their bodies. My pastor has helped me come to think of myself as a healer. I accept that and I'm happy to do it. But when you are healing other people, that takes a lot of energy mentally and physically, and you need to protect yourself from it. We've got a problem, y'all. There is too much to do and not enough time. Your personal life takes a backseat to a profession that you have spent decades training for. Your calling seems to be burdensome in a system that does not prioritize your well-being. You do not have to live this way. When you take care of patients, who takes care of you? Dr. V takes care of the health care provider that takes care of everybody else. I'm Dr. V. A burnout consultant and you need me as your personal coach. Go to Office visits with DRV.com and click on the coaching tab. Schedule a free discovery interview so I can learn more about the life you need to be fulfilled. Would you like to be a guest on the show and share your biggest challenges? Sharing your story will help others just like you and me. Go to Office Visits with DRV.com backslash connect to send me an email, or you can send me a message on Facebook at Office Visits with Dr. V. So, this is a very short episode. If any of those symptoms of burnout resonate with you, I need you to just acknowledge that, you know what, hmm, if I were burned out, what would burnout look like for me? Now, as we go on, you know, with my new focus, I'm going to have guests on and people who have overcome it, who are dealing with issues. We're going to have some solutions. But what my vision is for what I'm doing now is for you to be happy and healthy. And I want to normalize what we're feeling. I want to normalize what burnout is because more people are experiencing it than not. and. I don't know about other fields, but in medicine, it is a dirty little secret and you cannot talk about it. You can't share about it. It's only when you get to a place where it is starting to affect your productivity, it's starting to affect your work, that it really comes on the radar screen and people are like jumping in to help you. And I say that, I mean, maybe there's some physician leaders who are listening to this and they're like, no, 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 we want to do that beforehand. But there's no comprehensive way to assess where somebody is with burnout. There's no way. I mean, we don't check in with people like we do with an annual exam or let me see you every three months and just see where you are. And so for those of you who are listening, it is going to take you acknowledging that maybe I have some of these symptoms and I need help. I need help. Or maybe let's not even say you need help because maybe that's too much for you right now. I need to change. I need to change. I think one thing that the pandemic taught us is, you know, life is short. Life is short. And if the life that you're living today was over tomorrow, Would you be happy with how you lived it? Or would you say, Man, there's some things that I didn't do and I wanted to do? I need to be alive again so I can live those dreams and do those things. Nine times out of 10, the things that you will want to do have nothing to do with your career, have nothing to do with you being a doctor, have absolutely nothing to do with that. We all know this. We all know this. That's what we say. But it is not what we do. It is not what we live. So I'm serious. Be truthful with yourself. Acknowledge if you are having some of these symptoms. At the end of this broadcast or in the show notes, you'll see how you can connect with me. I'm also doing coaching, hand-holding, cheerleading, whatever you want to call it. But I can help you with this. And if it's not me, I want it to be somebody. So thank you guys for listening today. I'm so excited about where we're going with this. And I would love for you to give me feedback, you know, instant message me on Instagram or Facebook and just let me know that this is resonating with you. It helps me to keep going. And it also helps me to know, you know, what's important to my listeners. So I appreciate you. And I am hoping that you will have a wonderful, wonderful life. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Office Visits with Dr. V. I would love to stay connected. So please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Office Visits with Dr. V. And on LinkedIn at Benita Vernado, M.D. Share this information with your friends and colleagues. Like and subscribe. You know the drill. Also, go to office visits with drv.com backslash connect and leave your email to receive updates on everything that Dr. V is doing to introduce you to your new life.